ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Episode two back. of the Jack and Tuck Pod. We are For, back. First of all, Tucker, you have to tell me how much better do I sound this week? You sound great. You look great. Last week you were disheveled as shit. You had a beanie on. I yeah. didn't know what to think about any of it, but you look great. You sound great. I did. Well, the one thing that we had working last week was clearly the camera, which is great for a podcast that is strictly audio. However, this week I have my microphone in. This week I have my headphones. And if once we do get to a live stream, you'll see how professional I look. Yes, and I'm still raw dogging it with my phone. Yeah, you're raw which... dogging it, but you also have your AirPods, which have a fantastic microphone. You sounded way better. Actually, all of our friends that listened, one, two, three, four, five people that listened last week, all mentioned how good you sounded and how yes. shit I sounded. Despite raw dogging it with the phone. So, let's... We are back, up two. We are back. Audio's better. Audio's Video's up. Better. You have your sunglasses on inside. We keep talking about what we look like, and this is only audio. But a lot we of should great get podcasters wear sunglasses. Yeah, a lot of great. Yeah, yeah, a lot of great podcasters that don't have a live stream wear sunglasses. Bono. <laughs> Is Bono a podcaster? Nobody wears sunglasses. He does. He does. Let's get into it, Jack. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So we got a rundown this week. I'm gonna quickly start with what we're gonna talk about over the second episode of the Jack and Tuck Pod, right? So we're gonna review we structure. We want structure. The people wanted structure. That was the that was the uh, criticism, like, not criticism, but I'm just uh, honesty more. that we heard from our one, two, three, four, five listeners, right? That we need a little bit more structure. The rant is a good part of the show, but we need a little bit more organized chaos, is what we should probably call it, right? Yeah, I like. So it. let's get right into the rundown, right? So we're gonna cover week eleven of the National Football League. We will, of course, do our fantasy recaps that started this podcast. We will then get into two new segments that we came up with over the last week. One being Content Corner, where we bring our favorite nuggets of content that Tucker and I found over the past week. Second podcast will be Philly to D.C. Tucker's a huge Philly sports fan. I'm a huge D.C. sports fan. How do we currently feel about where both cities stand in all the sports that are going on right now? And lastly, we will talk about Thanksgiving right around the corner. I want to do this first. You want to do it first? Been, this has been on my mind since the moment you texted me. It shook me to my core. It upset me. I talked to my wife about it. I think I mentioned it to pretty much anyone that would listen. But if you would like to elaborate on your views of Thanksgiving, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll sit back for a second. So you asked me to put together a structure. I lay out yeah, that rundown, and then you completely flip it on its head? I, I cannot stress enough. I think with podcasts, you should start with what you're most passionate about. Okay. Usually, right. that's fantasy. You want to start hot. You want to start hot. Text, well, this is, the point of the, this is the point of the podcast. Your takes and okay. the way I feel about them. So your okay. principle on holidays is as follows. Yeah. What do you think about Thanksgiving, Jack? It's the best holiday of the calendar. <laughs> And it's not I, can't even I can't believe that. I. What is Thanksgiving to you? What about it makes it the best holiday? Um, one, it's always a Thursday, and so you're taking Friday off. 
So it's an automatic four-day weekend, number one. Two, food. Fantastic food. You indulge all day, and no one cares because it's what everyone does on Thanksgiving. Number three, football. The NFL has taken the fantastic opportunity of now giving us not just the Detroit Lions and Dallas Cowboys, but also a third game that is typically pretty good. And Jeff Bezos, who now obviously owns Thursday Night Football, just came out with the fact that they are going now going to have a Black Friday football game, which is the most diabolical dictator, I run the world idea that no one understands that he's actually running a Friday game. So you do not go to the store and you just buy more stuff on Amazon. That's why they're the doing food the food is game. the same food as Christmas. Okay. What's wrong with that? with that? Nothing. Yes. Thanksgiving is Christmas without the presents. Correct. Which is why That's it's so what, great. And, and One, you, you can say happy, happy Thanksgiving. It is because you can say exactly. happy Thanksgiving to every single person and not feel guilty about it. There's no pressure Merry of Christmas giving each other presents. I'll say Merry Christmas to Steve Kaufman right now. Merry yeah, Christmas, I, Steve. I understand. But everyone in the United States, I don't typically talk to people who are outside the United States, celebrate Thanksgiving. It's across all denominations, all people, whatever. Everyone enjoys Thanksgiving. Number two, there's no pressure with presents. Presents are so overrated. Thanksgiving is not in my top five holidays. I don't understand why, how. Okay, so yeah, like, Christmas I like because you get things. Okay, I like football. There's usually football on or around Christmas. There's yeah, roughly five NBA games, all marquee matchups. So the sports, sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call a wash. Okay. The presents. That's, that's fair. That's Christmas. fair. Let me let me break it down for you. Christmas is the best holiday. You get the most time off surrounding Christmas because it's near New Year's. So that whole season, that whole week, disputes or rivals your one Black Friday off. Yeah, but here's my response to that. Hold Thanksgiving on. is you, you. You hold your horses here for all right, a second. All right. Number one all is of you. all right. That's fair. That's fair. Number one is Christmas. Number two is Memorial Day because summer is starting. Number mm. three is Halloween. Everybody loves Halloween. It was the most fun in college. It's the most fun to re- to be nostalgic about as a child. What were you doing? What did you dress up as? When did you go trick-or-treating? How many candies did you get? Wouldn't uh, that be your being ever... nostalgic about being a child? You can't be nostalgic as a child? Never mind. Yeah, I probably misspoke. Whatever. That's okay. Number four is the 4th of July. You're already in the, in the thick of summer, and you're thick having a great time. Well, summer ends when 4th of July comes. Nope, that's Labor Day. We'll move on. Nope, nope. summer ends July 4th. And then I guess I, I guess you're right. I guess I'll give Thanksgiving 5th. I was going to throw Easter in there because I love Easter. ham. Regardless. See, that's how we connect episode 1 to episode 2. Yep, no more. We'll get to that. This later. is what I'm going to respond. Get to now. That I, was part so of the feedback. Christmas certainly has all the NBA games. I, I get that. But it doesn't always have the football games because sometimes Christmas is on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. The if worst Christmas is when Christmas is on a Tuesday, you're getting Monday off. Right. I understand, but Christmas moves around. Like when Christmas is on a Sunday, a lot you of got, people, you, maybe not us, but a lot of people don't get like any days off because you've got a one in seven chance of getting shafted. I understand, but it Christmas always moves where Thanksgiving is Thursday yeah. every no, year. You get four days. 
No pressure of presence. Presents are so overrated. Like, That's good. You, you look. Maybe I'm and football's always going to be on Thanksgiving. I get the maybe. the NBA and the Christmas, but football owns the U.S. Rapidly oh, rises my ranks if the Cowboys lose. That always makes my Thanksgiving 100%. really, really good. You know, when my dad used to be a big NFL fan, but then Daniel Snyder stabbed and killed his fanship of what was the Washington Redskins. Yeah, I mean, he just has no Washington football team, Washington commander soul anymore. He used to complain a lot about the fact that the Lions and the Cowboys are always guaranteed a home game on Thanksgiving. It's It's a pretty good one. He's not wrong. He's not wrong because it it automatically – before, with gumption. before Thursday night became a game every week, as it did a few yeah. years ago, they were pretty much granted a week and a half. Which is also by because you're giving the other team a bye. Yeah. Right. So, so the Packers so are the Lions, much coming off a right. bye this week. Well, yeah, but so previously, like before Thursday night football became a thing, the Lions and the Cowboys got pretty much a bye and a half guaranteed yes. every year. And that Thursday game was at home. Yes. So they pretty much and had a cow- leg up. The, the argument can be made that they had a leg up because they because theoretically they kind of got two bye weeks almost because they had a guaranteed home game on Thursday before Thursday football became a thing. And in the we last di- we 30 digress. years, yeah, in the last 30 years, they weren't able to capitalize on it. So that's a lot of football talk surrounding Thanksgiving, which I think segues nicely into week 11. Week 11 now, review. Now, you were back to your precious order. My precious your, uh, rundown. Your rundown. Yeah. So what do you what do you want to talk about from week 11, Jack? The parody in the league. Yeah, there's no good teams. There's no good teams. And I, I have a, a theory of why there are no good teams in the NFL, NFL right now, and that's because we've gone through the golden age of the quarterback. Well, and now we are in transition, and there's so many bad starting quarterbacks in the league right now, and I think that's okay, why but you just also have the greatest quarterback to ever play in his prime. How old is he right now? Uh, probably like 26. That's kind of the top. Of my he might be older. Oh, okay, I thought you were talking about Tom Brady, not Patrick. Mahomes. No, 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 no. Oh, I get, I get Patrick what you're saying. Mahomes yeah, I, is already I get it. the best football player I've ever seen. Sure, but what I'm saying, the QB position, top to bottom. I get it. I, it's going I like in that. transition right now because you lost so many good quarterbacks over the last, call it five years. Probably. I mean, if you want to go back to golden age, like, I don't know, I'm thinking about the tail end of Carson Palmer's career where Carson Palmer wasn't even right. considered that good because right. he had, because to, he had to go Rivers. through Peyton, Tom, yep. Philip Rivers. Drew Brees. Berger, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. Like, compare that to the top seven quarterbacks now. You're looking that, at a, a Geno Smith versus Carson Palmer comparison right. and, and where they rank exactly. in the league. So, that's those are my thoughts on the, a week 11 in review, right? So, we can probably pick a few games that we'd like to talk about, but no one is good. So I, I don't take it a huge indictment on the Vikings losing 40-3 to three at home. No, Kirk no, Cousins no. is going to do Kirk Cousins things. And just, like, he's going to win games and be like, and the <laughs> the media pundits are going to be like, eh, is he, is he turning a corner? 
And then Kirk is just going to like lose in the ugliest fashion. And you're just going to be like, he's, eh. the, he's the Cowboys personified. Yeah. He, he is the same exact thing that the team of the Cowboys do every year. Right. Some really, some really good glimpses, some good streaks, some good wins. And then it falls apart at the worst time. Not to get to the Philly to DC part of our podcast, but how tight was your asshole on Sunday? I well, yes, it was extremely tight. Nine and one feels way, way better than eight and two. Like I um, almost yeah, I almost don't even care that we lost last week because we won yesterday mm-hmm. in the fashion mm-hmm. in which we did it. To short short score week. fourteen to score fourteen in the fourth quarter when you had three through three quarters. I think shows a lot of something. Now yeah, they're, they're still not like we were saying, no good teams. They're nine and one. Am I positive that they're going to win their first playoff game? No. I mean, Hertz has been throwing an amazing deep ball this year, and hopefully that'll help. But that run defense is terrible. I've yeah, seen well, Slay <laughs> have games where he's you signed two thirty-two, thirty-two year olds. Hey, they each had so. half a sack. They each had half a sack together on the same play yeah pretty cool pretty pretty cool i mean it's Plus, just such an is it a little bit of an indictment of football that you literally can walk off the set at espn and win a game and then you can literally yeah. walk off oh, your couch and matter. have an impact no, co- coaching doesn't matter you would have you, not handled losing to jeff saturday very well let's be honest no no, 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 no. You would have, no, no. you would have hate him forever. So he's obviously going to go back to ESPN in a year, and you'd turn off the television every time it was on if you all lost to Jeff Saturday I'd on be, Sunday. I would be up in arms about how unprofessional his hair is. <laughs> I, I can't believe that's the hair of a head coach in the National Football League. That looks like my hair when I grow it out. It, he's, he's still in the ESPN transition. It's not his fault. That's not that's not a good look for TV either. That's he should absolutely be mean, having a hat on. Good, like good you gotta put him. a hat on. Good for him losing all that weight and like he looks sure. like a normal person. Well, but stop taking each cut your fucking you hair, please. I'm not even like an appearance guy, but you gotta cut that hair. You just gotta cut that hair. <laughs> well, you gotta wear a hat. I mean, it's just the easiest. I'm already solution. mad at. We didn't even lose, and now I'm mad at Jeff Saturday. <laughs> You got me. You would be unconsolable if you all lost. Yeah, it's it's inconsolable, but yeah, inconsolable. Whatever. (laughs) Um, I think I don't think this is a a hot take at all. I think a lot of people are talking about this, but Lions Bills on Thursday is going to be interesting. The Lions won three in a row, Uh, and Josh Allen is hurt. Allen stinks. He's hurt. Stinks. He turns the ball over, and people just don't care. I don't. No, they don't. Look, I've seen a lot of good things. Jalen Hurts is still a little polarizing, but he's not turning the ball over, and that's a big deal. And Josh Allen is a lot. No, Jalen Hurts is is playing exceptional football right now. Um, He did run for a touchdown, though, so I know you hated it. He didn't take a hit. I hate that. Does that count? I hate that. Does that count? Uh, That's fine. It's just not sustainable. You can. Okay. That's what. That's my whole point that I brought up last week. You can do it, but over time you're going to get hit and it's going to shorten your career. Let's uh, let's transition to your team. They sure. keep rolling. Okay. 
I well, don't, no, let, let's I wait don't for him. Taylor Heineke ended my undefeated season, and I don't dislike him. He's a guy I could, I could you, play you for. You can't not root for him. Yeah, especially because he took Wentz's job, and he's making him look like an asshole. Yeah, man. you love that. I, I love it. Um, the Texans are historically bad. Yes. I also think it's funny that they are. Like, you know from a management down, VP down standpoint, they're not really trying. But then Lovey Smith comes out in his press conference this week and is non-committal of the QB position. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is where That's, we turn our season around. This is this where is, I draw the line, is, okay? Bad quarterbacking in week 11 of our disastrous season is where I draw the line. And, and we're going to lose guys in that locker room if we don't make a change. <laughs> Lovey Smith has a bald head and a Santa Claus beard, and he looks more professional than Jeff Saturday. <laughs> Bobby Smith just looks like enough. such a badass. He looks like a guy you want to hang out with. I bet, yeah. I bet he's a cool guy. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, so anyway, the team, are you going to make the playoffs? Probably. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised just because. Hurt you? No, they're a better football team. They're just better. Well, yeah, they're um, good. they might be better than the Eagles. They're good. I think they. it's them and the Eagles. Are the top two teams out of the NFC right now? They're not going to. I think the Cowboys second, are fraudulent. This is what they do. They won a big game in November, and they're going to talk about it all for the next five weeks. We're going to hear about it, but they're just not going to do anything. Uh, the Ravens winning thirteen to three against Baker Mayfield is hilarious. They were at home. Like, Shout I know out it, was, Lee. It, it was freezing, Shout out to Lee. but I, I'm sorry, like. What are you doing? The over-under on that game was 41. Under There hit. was 16 points. Under hit. Um, um, Broncos are, are hilariously bad, and I'll get back that, to them. I'm going to save my Broncos comments for Content Corner. Okay. Okay. Well, if we're going to save some stuff from the week for Content Corner, I think now might be a good time to get into fantasy. I would love to Do you to have anything that. else you want? Okay. So... I have a I have a, a fun fact slash trivia question for you. Mm. So we'll is this fantasy with, related? Yes, very much so. Mm. We will start with uh, Neely dismantling Connor because Connor scored fifty six points. That's now, without looking this up, my trivia question is: How many points? So Connor scored fifty six. How many yep. points do you think he left on his bench? Six. I shit you not, he left 0.6 points on his bench. His entire team, <laughs> including his bench, scored 57 points. It was the worst week of fantasy football in the history of fantasy football. He's got no really, one. I know. He's got no one that he can plug in. He's literally dead. no one. Well, was he everyone on buy? Two, I think. Two buys and Two a people. lot of goose eggs, and then 1.6. 1.6. That's not good. That is. Amazing. He was on a heater, too. I, to go from that five game win streak right. to this in such a short amount of time is unbelievable. Wow. It's the worst week of fantasy football in the history of fantasy football. 57 points, including your bench. Connor, I love you, but that is unbelievable. 
I'm going. I'm pulling it up right now. Holy cow. Oh, my. Okay. In his defense, he had a ton of people on by. There's a waiver. He also wire. has Javante Williams still on his team there, on IR. There's a, there's a waiver watch. He's not coming he back. Could, he, could, he is allowed to pick up people who aren't on a buy. Yeah, he doesn't like to do that. But he would actually have to check his team. And he clearly does. He's, do oh, whoa, 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 whoa. He is well ahead of you in the standings. Well, just because he. Okay, yeah. And, you know, so that brings me to my next point about Crimea Rivers, which is Sosa's current name. But I think to connect the last two segments where we talked about the Vikings and them being fraudulent after they started eight and one, right? Connor won five straight games and he's the Minnesota Vikings. So please change your team name to there you go. the Sosa Vikings. The Sosa Vikings. <laughs> Skull. Also, shout out, shout out Chris Ford for changing his name. Yes. On, on, we like the feedback. I love the feedback. I also love like he clearly listened, and as I stated earlier, we had one, two, three, four, five listeners, so uh, clearly having an influence on him, so shout out Chris Ward. It's amazing. Uh, Neely scored a ton of points. I'm not looking at it right now. He did so because he ha- he still has Jalen Hurts. He did not score a, a ton. He didn't score a ton. He scored 104, which... Oh, okay. No, not okay. a ton. All right, well, Jalen Hurts and David Montgomery... I don't understand the Bears running back position or team at all. So I guess good for you, Neely, for playing David Montgomery when their quarterback runs. Well, they just lost Herbert. Herbert's out. Herbert's on IR. So that's why Montgomery, it's, it used to be kind of a yeah, but running back by committee. Justin right. Fields or David Montgomery. Mm. Clearly in this game, I guess it was Montgomery. But anyway, this yeah. moves Neely to seven and four which is second in the East. Wow. Number three seed overall. Is it called is... the East? Yes. That's hilarious. Yeah. There's an Why? East and a West. Why are they East I and West? I don't know, but Neely does live in Florida. I'm in the yeah. West. And I live are you? In the West. Yeah. So yeah, I'm in the West, too. Shout out. West of... Uh, maybe not. <laughs> um, he's the silent assassin this year. Neely? He doesn't... Talk, yeah, he's not talking a lot of shit. I mean, he's been hunting in Kansas City or Missouri yeah. or something. I don't know, yeah. off the face of the planet. Well, but, so but we went to JMU Homecoming. Four completely asterisked <laughs> by Jalen Hurts. But other than that, I'm proud of Matt. Good for him. Good for him. Moving on to what I think should be next. Is yeah. you mentioned Chris Ford and his five Qs. Five Qs. They, Shout out. They they took down Doster, who everyone has been raving about, now yeah. lost two in a row. Two in a row. With it, it points in the eighties. His team sucks. He started Tony and he was so excited about that Sunday night. Probably he Zero. probably nestled in when he got his eight kids to sleep. And it was like, <laughs> I'm gonna watch some what is it, Cardarius? Is that his first name? Cardarius Tony? Kader, Kader, there's no, yeah, there's no R. It's Cadarius Tony. Kader. He was probably like, oh man, I'm like down. He was probably like down double digits going into Sunday night. He was like, I'm gonna get my eight, my eight kids to sleep. And I'm gonna <laughs> watch some. I'm gonna watch Patrick Mahomes throw to Tony all night. <laughs> and he scored less than Rondell Moore 
last night wow. who and was pulled after one route. Wow. Pulled hammy, um, Jerry Judy style. See you later. I didn't have my DFS lineup last night. No big deal. So not only does he get screwed by his own team, but Devontae Adams just fucked him to the tune of 30-something. The overtime game-winning touchdown. Yeah. He's very, very good. He's the best wide receiver in the game. So... Yes. Not to go off on too much of a tangent, but this is okay. something I have been wanting to talk about. The best wide receiver. Is that no, kind of, but receivers, and I'm going to loop tight ends in with receivers, are more valuable than people give them credit for. They can change the dynamic of a team. They can make a bad team good and a good team bad. This was not always the case. For the history of football up until now, I don't think that was the case. But the Vikings without Justin Jefferson would be complete ass. The Dolphins, Tua goes to a completely different level when he gets Tyreek Hill. Jalen Hurts goes to a completely different level when he gets A.J. Brown. Travis Kelsey is the only person with a heartbeat on the Chiefs, and he can carry them to victory with the greatest quarterback of all time. But they had no wide receivers. If you have a superstar skill position guy catching the football, it matters more now than it ever has. I would disagree. <laughs> the wide receiver is a dependent. Such a good argument. I just laid out when I oh the Tyreek Hill and AJ Brown thing. I thought I had you. Um. Well, there are a lot of other variables that you're not adding in to a lot of your argument. Mike McDonald is a much better play caller and offensive strategist than Brian Flores. Okay. Sirianni and Shane Steichen were the same when we got AJ Brown. Hertz looks like a different right. guy. I understand, I mean, but I, I also think you're you're talking about Jalen Hurts, who's the second year in that system, and he hasn't been in a system okay. for more than two years since Saban. High school, yeah. Right. Or and and right, and it, it was high school because Saban had those. Uh, rolling offense coordinator. Door. Yeah, revolving door of offense coordinators. Um, who else did you bring up? Jefferson and, and Kirk Cousins. Again, you get Kirk Cousins and not, Kevin so O'Connell together. Mask, I'm not saying they mask the quarterback. They can to a degree. But I'm saying a and a connection with the quarterback like Cousins and Jefferson have can win you football games more so than when like McNabb had T.O. in 04 we made the Super Bowl because we were a really good team, not just because of that. Right. But there aren't too many examples from the past, like a T.O. whose first year on team makes a big difference. Now, there's also the argument of, like, superstar wide receivers just don't win Super Bowls, which is a crazy thing. It's true because it's a dependent but, situation. on It's a dependent position on the saying, quarterback. I think that dependency is becoming, like, healthier. It's no longer codependent now interdependent well so i think without going down too big of a wormhole here i'm just gonna bring up last night so deandre hopkins went nine for 91 12 targets greg dorch went nine for 103 10 targets 
47 yard reception longest in Cardinals of, of the season for the Cardinals. Cardinals lost 38 to 10. I think DeAndre Hopkins is doing anything with the shit situation at quarterback they have. They were going up against Kittle and Debo. I understand, but those two have nothing to do with Hopkins' numbers or Dorch's numbers, and Dorch stinks. I just, I, I don't. Okay. Uh, this is going to be okay. kind of thrown on me. I'm going to have to. One. I'm going to have to let this. Examples. You gave one, but it was a good one. I, I think, I think on the whole, but the, the I, I still. Also stand look at. By all right, here you go. Look at Terry McLaurin over the last six weeks. Right, his his target share has gone way up. It's like thirty eight percent now. They're winning, but he was still the same talent. But if the quarterback can't get him the ball because he stinks, you just said his his target share went way up. That's right, because because the, the, the ball. I you're making my point. Jamar the Chase wide receiver is only as good as the targets they receive because their position is is a hundred percent dependent on the person who's throwing them the football. It's fine. I just think there are, you were talking about the golden age of quarterbacks. I think we're in the golden age of receivers. Correct. But we're also in the golden age of throwing. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, the speed that these guys, have, I mean, Christian Watson, they also have a ton of room out there because you can't hit him anymore. Christian Watson, six, four, four, three was a no-namer until two weeks ago. I understand. I mean, people knew he was a rookie, but there's just so yeah. many freaks at that position. He's All a right. freak athlete. I'm also saying the NFL has positioned the game to prop up the quarterback more than it's ever been ever. So because the wide receiver position is dependent on the quarterback, if the quarterback's going to have an easier time throwing the ball, then the wide receiver numbers are going to go up. Yes, but I'm just saying with the offseason acquisitions and recent draft picks that immediately make a difference. Jamar Chase was immediately effective. Justin Jefferson was immediately effective. Tyreek Hill was immediately effective in Miami. A.J. Brown was immediately effective in Philadelphia. I think it is easier to become immediately effective and productive now. Devontae Adams with the Raiders. Yeah. I think there's only nine routes. I guess winning is relative. I just... I think they're more valuable now than they ever have been. And would, along the way, yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. So, thank you for letting me talk about that. Let's get back to fantasy. Yeah. Good so, point. Doster sucks. Connor is historically bad. And now we move on to my game against Boo. So, Boo is my biggest rival in the league. We talk the most shit. He he gets under my skin. He knows what jabs to throw. So this game's been circled on my calendar all year. What are some of his best jabs? To be able to come out of there with a W is just, it's so important for my team moving forward. This is a momentum builder, a statement win. There are no trap games. We're too close to the playoffs. We're taking it week by week, but my God, do I feel differently about my team now. And big part of that from last night is that George Kittle had his first good game. I know. I was, I was thinking about you the whole time. Two touchdowns. It was awesome. 
I love the fact that the Cardinals quit on both plays. They yeah. did not care about tackling him. They it's almost like they knew I needed it. They were more worried Boo, about Garoppolo running for six Ayuk. yards. Boo had just... ran an Ayuk. Oh, he did? Wow. For two touchdowns. And I still came out of there in a close battle beating him. He also had Elijah Mitchell, who they just decided in the second half was their running back, and he had 60 yards in, like, two drives. Yeah, apparently Kyle Shanahan loves nervous. Elijah I Mitchell. nervous the whole time. I'm, I've still got these big brass balls starting Marcus Mariota every week. That's paying dividends. I started him in I've another got, league. I've got Pacheco from, from the Chiefs giving me 12 points off the waiver wire. Oh, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, you're both on a bye, and I score 127 without my without two top five receivers because I start Amari Cooper for 28. Oh my God, have you, have you ever seen the show The League? Yes. Oh my God, when Ruxin talks about his roster, that's how I feel right now. Yeah, I think all of our one, two, three, four, five listeners certainly understand. You just went on a rant about how great your how great your team is. No one cares. Great. Moving on. Suck it, boo. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Your... I asked you a question that you deliberately ignored. What was that? Was what are what are some of Boo's best jabs that get you going? Oh, he just sends gifts. He sends oh, gifts nice. about how how everything is everything that I say is irrelevant. Um he called this podcast fraudulent. I doubt he Did listened. he listen though? I don't know. I doubt All it. press is good press. Either way. Just he just gets under my skin. You know those type of people. Oh yeah. I mean I love him. I love him. Oh, Boo's the best. He gets, he gets under my skin. Shout out, Boo. I think it's also funny that we have neglected to say like his name. We just keep calling yep. him Boo. <laughs> I'll never stop. <laughs> Moving on to your game, Jack. Jack, you my... had a great week. You scored a hundred points. I know. Unfortunately, Steve scored 146. Well, Steve has the best team in the league. Despite sitting at five and six now, mm, is he? Yeah, he's five and six. He's got the most points against. That's rough. Uh, he he's got defenses giving him twenty three points. He's got Kelsey yeah. scoring three touchdowns for the second time this year. He's got Burrow throwing four touchdowns. I love Burrow. He's. I know that probably Smith shocks you, but Stephon I Diggs. love Smith Joe Burrow. Smith gave him Stefan Diggs. I know. Yeah. Just gave it to him. Just gave. How about, it to how about him. Smith sending us his idea of what the rundown should be? We decide what the rundown is. All press is good press. All press is good press. All press is good press. Shout out Smith. He's got a really good team. I have to play him probably for my playoff life in the last week. Oh, Terrifying. Do you have anything you want to say? You're in last. You're in dead last. You, Am I in dead you last? Are f- you're familiar with yeah. the punishment, correct? What is it this year? You will have to fly oh, right. <laughs> winner and have lunch with him and then fly home in the Hopefully same Steve. day. Hopefully Steve wins. <laughs> it's possible. Steve but wins, I'll, I'm I'll good. Save if... I'll save a seat here in Arizona for you. You're not winning. I'm hot. I you're am not hot. You're not winning. I'm, I'm on a one-game win streak. Let's see. Should I rank? Ooh, this is a, a fun segue. Ranking who I would want to win if I do, in fact, finish last. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Steve, certainly number one. Quick trip up 95 to Baltimore, right? 
Uh, Lee, six and five. Not great on. Uh, Lee scores a lot of points, I think, in spurts. So he certainly has a chance, but uh, Lee is like a 40, 30 minute drive for me in, to Northern Virginia, even though I hate going to Virginia. Yes. Um, Jacksonville would not be awful. So if Doster wins, fly down to Jacksonville, buy them lunch, two birds, one stone, see Smith, probably play golf, fly yep. back, right? Because there's no rules okay. on that. You're only allowed to have lunch, No, you right? can play golf, but it better be the same day. Of course it would be the same day. Yep. Um, and I think that's all that really, yeah. I, I think those okay. are your top four teams. Great. So now we know where your rooting interests lie. You're, yeah, definitely. You're like rooting hard Smith. for Steve. You're the Lovey Smith of this league. You're just you're you're thinking about making quarterback changes while one eight and one. Yeah, because that that's going to be the difference. That's it. They're going to finish seven eight or eight. If eight you took a one. snapshot of my roster and just sent it to someone, they would not say, "Oh, he's in dead last." Well. You're pretty comfortably there. I mean, your I record know. is tied, but your points aren't. Hey, so, hey, all I got to do is get one. Hopefully, Vince, who doesn't yeah, know how to spell his name in his own profile. Yeah, unbelievable. I pointed that out like week one. <laughs> Never changed it. All right. Is that is that all for the Waffle House Fantasy Group? No, we haven't talked about welding. Oh, we, got, we got two. We got two more. All right. We got hurry Lee up. Hurry up. playing your, your. Okay, Lee played Vince. Vince is tied with you for dead last, but he put up 124 points. Oof. Unfortunately for him, Lee put up 139. Lee was the victim of the collusion along with me and didn't get Lamar Jackson. So instead, he settled for Patrick Mahomes, the greatest player to ever play. Patrick Mahomes goes for 30. He's got Jamal Williams scoring three touchdowns. That was his revenge on Weldy for the collusion. Stole Jamal the Williams has the most touchdowns in the league, right? Yeah, he's yeah he stole he stole Jamal Williams from Weldy, yeah. Chris Olave, one hundred two and a TD for twenty two points. He's scoring a lot with the Red Rocket throwing in the football. And Chris Olave is probably better than we guys, than we than we're seeing. Both of these guys had a kicker give them twenty three points. Tyler Bass what? had him start in another league. What? Both of them. Never yeah. heard of that. That's too many points for a kicker. That's too many points. Uh, Lee needs to stop starting Dalton Schultz. There's better waiver wire tight ends than 3.7 a week. Um, yeah, he had a really good matchup, though. Yeah, would he finish dead last? Yeah, he had a good day, though. Yeah. Sorry, right. I was all too right, busy right. winning. Winning, duh. <laughs> Every time I come here, it gets harder to leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lee. Jonathan Taylor also. Lee's got a really good team. Lee claims to be second in points. He's really third, but that's still an easy trip for you, and he's got a lot of points. And then lastly, oh, and Vince. Vince has Najee Harris, shockingly, because he's a huge Steelers fan, but he got fucked by Saquon, giving him 4.5 points on 22 rushing yards. Giants are fraudulent. The Giants are going to miss the playoffs. They're going to miss the playoffs. Yeah, they are. Strength of schedule. The Commanders play them twice over a span of three weeks him. coming up. Yeah. Looking and forward to that. Daniel fun. Jones. 
But hopefully he's they're so gonna bad. Do all with Saquon. Yeah, he's I don't know how he's still got a job. I don't know how Zach Wilson has a job. New York really struggles with quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, were you paying attention to the Smith and Weldy showdown? There's a reason that this one is going last. The only reason I was is because I pleasantly got the screenshot from Smith. So like, oh my god, look how close their game is on Monday night football. Like, but did I mean, you understand cares? the gravity of it? Did you stay up for the whole game? Uh, no. Okay, so Weldy and Smith are battling for playoff spots. Right. Uh, they were both five and five, and so right. this was a huge game. The 49ers are blowing the Cardinals out by a million, yep. and Trace McSorley comes in for the Cardinals. And he starts leading them down the field, and he gets them to, like, the 10-yard line. Now, Smith has the San Francisco defense. If Trace McSorley had scored a touchdown, Smith would have lost. And his whole season would be completely different. So his fantasy season came down to, like, a real-life situation in a game. And it was, it was exhilarating to watch i couldn't believe what i was seeing i kept checking their score i kept checking their score and the game wow. and i was exhilarated i was wide awake I'm hey can you go back on camera it's weird just sitting here by myself well i was looking at the fantasy scores oh okay all right that was my that was my problem got it But anyway unbelievable game well D, that's a tough break at least you've got the redskins um He's still very much alive for the playoffs. The playoffs are, it's a nutty race. Uh, Boo, Neely, Lee, Smith, Doster, Tucker, Connor, Weldy, uh, and then Steve. Everyone but Vince Jack and Ford is very much alive. I don't, think anybody, I don't think anybody has four wins. No, I'm three and eight, and I've lost six in a row. Uh, Ford is the only four-win team. My, so My team stinks. So it's me or Vince? Two, three, and eights and a four and seven. Yeah, you or Vince will be flying. And Vince somewhere. is a lawyer. Vince so is gonna, the idea Vince that he can actually, because he would have to Vince, fly to see anybody. Vince is going to lose and Weldy's going to win, and they're just going to go to lunch oh, one day at Raintree or something. That would suck. I would, I would fly there to have lunch with them because I won't let someone get away with that so easily. I, I will not allow a local little rendezvous. Are you going to fly? If so if Steve wins and I lose, uh, yeah, are you flying yeah. out? I've got miles, baby. You've got I'll so many there. miles. All the way out in Arizona. So yeah, the league is the league is crazy right now. Just as much parody as the real NFL. Content corner, Jack. I think you we ready? saved Philly to DC or we we've touched last? on a little bit. We're going long. We're going long. I think we go content and that's it content corner so there were two things that i saw that i think given our league some of the things we talked about last week that i wanted to bring up the first thing russell wilson last week went to his press conference with the play wristband on <laughs> okay and the biggest tryhard in the history of tryhards he's just so now he is trolling Pete Carroll who is winning football games 
in his press conference, just like well, Russell Wilson continues to lose. Everybody on the Seahawks knew they would win without Russ. It's crazy what belief will do. I just, I hate. And Russell he's just so. Okay? I hate so. I hate Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I really don't like him. And the fact that you are more aware of something a seventy-four-year-old that you broke up with, like extra, like you broke up, move on. Like, why are mm-hmm. we still bringing this stuff up? Also, you have a game to prepare for that you lost because all you do yeah. is lose games. So to a two, a two and seven stink. team. To a two you, and you seven team. To, you lost to the three and seven Raiders, who two of their three wins are you. They are one and seven against the rest of the NFL. I just I hate Russell Wilson and the fact He's that really I was scrolling bad. on Twitter Short and on and fat. And Wednesday or Thursday, whenever this dumb press conference was, he walks up with that wristband. Or what do you? I feel like I'm calling it the wrong thing. It's a, am I? It's the it's the play sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The play on sheet on the, on the wristband. Whatever. Yeah, forearm. But move on, dude. You're getting paid two hundred and fifty million dollars over the next however many years to suck, and you're still worried about things that. Now, I'm also not a fan of Pete Carroll bringing it up. Like, just move on, dude. Like, how yep. petty can these two guys be? How how miserable do you think it was to be, like, the backup quarterback? Like, how miserable do you think Geno Smith was last year? Like, dealing with those two he's, he's so free. That's why he's playing well is because he's free from the fucking from tyranny Wilson. that God is Russell is. Wilson. Content corner is just going to be stuff that I find on Russell Wilson every It's week. pretty much Jack's principles. Yeah. Good. I hate Russell What's Wilson. Ne- what was That's the- a principle. And actually, Jenna brought that up this week. She was like, one of your principles should just be, I hate Russell Wilson. And really I hate Russell Wilson. I'll go to my second thing that I that I sent to you. I think it was Thursday or Friday. And then you're I gonna had have to, to send. You're going to have to send it to the group unless you already did. And I... no, 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 no. I'm sure the whole group saw it. It's worth sending. But, but... we'll send it out. So. My second piece of content corner is a Instagram story post by a member of this league that I then sent a text message to the group and said, public service announcement. Yes. All Instagram stories are considered content. He did get shit on pretty early, pretty hard earlier. So let's see how much you can pile on. I don't think I'm going to pile on because I just don't think I'm ever, I was, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this content, right? So, mm-hmm. Connor Walters, aka Sosa, posted a selfie of himself in a boy band power stance with, <laughs> with his girlfriend's dog in a circular mirror. Um, Once we get our he Instagram. Was it, up. He was stanced Yeah, he was stanced up. up. So, like, his right foot is out, right? It, he's doing like it almost looks like he's doing a stretch, right? Because his left leg is bent all the way down, his right leg is out, and then he had his his pointer finger and his thumb on his chin as he looked over his <laughs> the thumb detail. at the, the mirror while his while the, his girlfriend's dog was looking at him. And I think the only thing that I can say about that is I have never been cool enough to take a picture. You've never of been that. stanced up, Jack. I mean, Connor, up. like for all of our one, two, three, four, five listeners, and I think they all know <laughs> Sosa, he's probably by the letter of the law, like the definition in Webster's dictionary, the coolest person I know. He's the, the chillest. 
he's so chill and he's also just like so trendy like he he yeah he's like he is cool when vans were still are vans still in jack i'm not cool all right i, I mean i'm cool what's also funny about content corner what's funny about content corner is you and i are strictly twitter people yes and it's funny that See, we're going uh, into content corner because we have no idea what we're talking about I posted a story this week on Instagram. For the you first did, because you had, yeah, you had like, your anniversary. That was very sweet. Happy birthday. Months hey, and months. Hey, you should happy have seen, anniversary. Thank you. You should have seen how long it took me to do that. Oh, yeah. I had, no, I, I had no idea what I was doing. So the only thing that I could think of is just going back to, one, Connor Walters, a.k.a. Sosa, is the coolest person that I know, and I have never been cool enough to take a picture like he took, and I can't wait for this podcast to take off because that's going to be like the first picture on our photo, profile page. Yeah. We're, we're just going to post that. Yeah. And we're going to start a, a hashtag content corner. And then you're just going to like, when we go big, it's just going to be on Twitter content corner <laughs> and everyone's going to post hashtag content corner and hope that they get on. Cause you I know, like you know, you and I aren't going to see it. No, no, no chance. We're not going to see Twitter it. might not even be around by then. Oh, I don't know. No, 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 no. Okay. We're not going okay. there. Sorry, 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 sorry. All right. We're not, we're not going with there. everything you said. Connor, you are extremely cool. You are horrible the, at fantasy football. But he's you the coolest really cool. guy I know. Do you have anything to bring to Content Corner? I don't know how much we want to bleed into other sports. Okay. Uh, I also don't give a shit what the Sixers record is right now. Basketball starts on Christmas day. Sure. Uh, they could be 10 games below 500 and yeah, get the four get seed and be fine. Um, however, it is pretty comical that our budding star Tyrese Maxey, our established veteran star, James Harden and our super duper star in his prime. Tucker, I have to Joel stop Do we just change segments? No, this is my content corner. This is your content corner? Oh, so yeah, th is this going to be the segue to the next? Got it. Got it. No, my no, apologies. No. One, two, three, four, this five is, listeners. I, I apologize. Not, we're not doing the whole Philly to DC thing. This is just build up to my content. So they're all injured and we're just like a fake team right now. So we were, we were kind of a real team when Embiid was playing. And this is the content corner part is that he's such a superstar. He carried us to a win over the Bucks. And I'm assuming you saw what happened with Giannis and Montrez Harrell and the latter. So hilarious. I uh, I hate Giannis. I'm really really in the minority here. I know that he's NBA Twitter's darling. Yeah, he's got all these funny jokes, and he has the bell that he rings when he wants his wife to to do the deed and whatever. Uh, I think he's extremely fake. I think I don't think people love playing with him. Uh, I think some of the things PJ Tucker has said behind the scenes this year as a member of the Sixers and the differences between him and Joel, and I won't even lie, Joel's not the greatest teammate in the world. I just no, but I think PJ Tucker and Joel Embiid are a lot more alike than PJ Tucker and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like I don't think they're dogs. Yeah. But my point is, I don't believe, I think he is closer to Russell Wilson than Kobe Bryant. You took the words out of my mouth. And I was just talking about another person that I really dislike, J.J. Watt. Yep. Fake same, opponent. they're cut from the same cloth. This, like, cornball. And Giannis is this. Try one, hard. And, what, and, and I really get fucking pissed. I, I think 
averaging 30 over the last three years, playing both sides of the ball. I think unbiasedly, I think Joel Embiid is the best basketball player in the world. At the very you can't worst, say that unbiasedly. At very worst, he's top three. But you can't say that unbiasedly. Great. Okay. Well, he averaged. He's averaging 30 over a three-year span. He was the first center since Shaq to win the scoring title. He's clearly many, very good. How right? many Eastern Conference Finals has he been in? Not. not <laughs> um, Got it. We're not doing Philly to DC, but my point was he's he's near the top, right? And so I hear about all the other people near the top because I follow him religiously, and it pisses me off when people say Giannis is the best basketball player in the world. Because the best basketball player in the world can shoot a basketball. He can make a free throw. Right. He can make a three-pointer. Yeah, you I... have to be able to do that to be the best basketball player in the world. Right. Well, I think there's a difference between being the best basketball player in the world and then being the most dominant basketball yes, player in the he's, world. Yes, he's, he's the most effective. Right, which he but, dominates. But for, for, to, for him to have these – it's all about – you never know who's going to get, like, the stands, the really, really hardcore fans that make these debates worth anything. Jokic and Embiid have stands because they have to stand against each other because of these constant comparisons. Giannis stands blow my mind. What are you watching? What is aesthetically pleasing about what he does? It is embarrassing when he shoots a basketball. And I know... Oh my God, he's shooting 23% from three this year. If he ever gets a jump shot, it's over for the league. He's never going to get a jump shot. He's never going to get a jump shot. Anyway, sorry. So he pushed over the ladder. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah, we really didn't dive into the whole content. We just went into a lot of So the content is... Your content is you hate Russell Wilson. My content is I fucking hate Giannis. Got it. Nope, fair. That's fair. I think he's extremely fake. And hopefully that. And comes that's funny. To light. So we clearly hate the same type of people. So you would probably jump on to my JJ Watt hatred. Yes, it's all anybody that is holier than thou. And oh yeah. It, that takes on a different meaning with Russ and some yeah. and Carson Wentz and stuff and some of the religious people. But Giannis thinks he's the most humble. He thinks he's right. the nicest. He thinks he's all these things that JJ Watt thinks the same thing. Right. And it's just both. So, I'm the hardest worker. I'm the most humble, hardest worker. Right. You would, and, that and, thought would never cross your mind if you were humble. And not to get into too deep into kind of why we did this, but for me, I'm a, I'm a big junkies fan. The junkies have been on the radio in DC for now coming up on 26 years. Okay. And they have this term called attention dollars. And it's all it's all about people that do things to get and receive yes. attention dollars. And I think exactly I, I'm gonna very much look more into your Giannis take about his pursuit of attention dollars. Russell Wilson is all he's about a, attention he's a, dollars. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, in, in he that. is. He's rich in attention dollars. Yes. And yep. JJ Watt is the same thing. But JJ Watt's on the tail end of his career. I'm not gonna jump on him, but he just annoys me. He's a boob. He was a lot worse. Yeah, boobs a good way to put it. All these yeah, they're all boobs. boobs. They're they're okay. This is what they are. They're boobs that are sneakily bad people. Mm. It might be. Russell Wilson is a dick to his teammates. Yeah, he sucks. He had to, you had what Richard Sherman on his podcast. Yeah, said you had to reach out to his manager future, to get future yeah. guest of ours, sucks. Richard Sherman. Yeah, hundred percent. We're going straight to the straight to the top. 
Uh, Last segment time. And I, I, I think we covered a lot of it, right? But it's just kind of where do we see Philly and, and DC sports? Like I or said, I, So I think so to, I to think wrap it up, right, let's just go with. Pitch. Give me your elevator pitch. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Um, DC sports. Wizards are are overperforming right now. They're fun to watch. Sports should be fun. I think we get wrapped up in results way too much. You should Mm -hmm. sit back, watch, and enjoy, which is exactly why I think Taylor Heineke is beloved. You can't watch that kid play quarterback and not enjoy watching football. The Wizards right now are overperforming. They're winning close games. I I watched them on Friday night versus a team that they absolutely should have won. And for my whole entire life of watching Wizards basketball, they would have lost that game nine times out of 10. Now this could yeah. be that one times out of 10. They could be the same team, but from what I'm hearing and what I'm reading, I like that. Like, I like that. Right. Analogy, what I'm, what yeah. I'm reading and hearing is that they really like each other. And I think in the NBA, that's so important. That's what happened. Yeah. I think it's really rare right now. I think so many people are changing teams and trying to sync up with their boys and then they hate each other. I allow the nets, but Whatever. The Wizards are fun to watch right now. They're playing good basketball. And I don't care. They're not a top five team in the NBA. I don't care. They're fun to watch every night. The commanders right now are the same exact story. They're not going anywhere. I was actually talking about. Commanders have never been fun to watch. No, they've never been fun fun to watch. But Taylor Heineke makes them fun to watch. I was talking to my buddy, Ryan Moran. Shout out. Hope he listens about we have very similar takes on the current status of the commanders franchise, right? They're fun to watch right now, but if the other side of the coin of the ownership changing is Ron Rivera is on the way out. Taylor Heineke is the, in the last year of his contract. What do you think he's worth? If he goes on a run one and four to let's say they finish 10 and seven, they make a playoff game. Then he plays well in that playoff game and they lose. He's worth 12 to $15 million a year. So now the commanders are putting themselves in a position where they're going to let go of Carson Wentz. They're pretty much telling you that tongue in cheek right now because they're not going to play him, but they have no obligation to Carson Wentz next year. They're not going to have a high draft pick. (laughs) No, they're not going to have a high draft pick. And Taylor Heineke's in a contract year, which no one, no one is talking about. So he's going to demand twelve to fifteen million dollars a year. So what do you? Oh, do? I mean, I, I would never take seriously as contenders with him as your quarterback, but I understand no. sports being. A but it's the dilemma. It's the finance side of of this sport. What do you do if you're going to spend twelve to fifteen? And Ron Rivera yeah. actually came out today and said he's going to do whatever it takes to sign Deron Payne, who's going to demand twenty million a year. So they're going nowhere. So I'm going to enjoy yeah. the next eight weeks, and it might crash and burn, but I don't care. Um, no, they're just they're more relevant than I can remember them being in the wild. Right. And for the sake so. of relevancy, uh, this is not a hockey podcast, but the Caps stink. They're really injured. But I, I do have a, a rooting interest. I pay attention. I wouldn't say I watch a ton of games, but playoff hockey is probably the best spectacle out there compared to the NFL every Sunday. Um, but they're really injured. They're not 
winning games right now because they're just not putting out their lines that they would prefer to. Um, Leonsis is going to keep this core together until Ovechkin breaks Gretzky's record, and that's just what he's going to do. So, again, another thing, just enjoy sitting and watching Alex, Alex Ovechkin score goals because he's going to break a record that no one thought that it could be broken, and he's going to break it. Yeah. And Leonsis is saying, I'm going to pay for the ability to you come and watch him, but they're not going to win hockey games. Just enjoy it. So that's how I feel about the Sixers with Embiid. Uh, he's missing two games right now. But it's all individual performance at this point. They can't win without Harden and Maxi. So it's, hey, Joel, go score 59 points. And he did it. Uh, that was the best basketball game I've ever seen. With When you take into account the rebounds, assists, and blocks, it was unbelievable. Um, but, yeah, they suck. They're about to be under 500. they They're going to lose to the Nets tonight. Um, nothing we can do without our three best players. So I guess Shake Milton will go out and try to score 30. But they're fun when he plays. That He is my favorite athlete, maybe of all time, because of how much fun I have watching him play. And there's nothing... I'm so glad that his prime has lasted as long as it has. Sure. He didn't play for two years, so... He's going to have foot problems. Every yeah, person yeah, over yeah. seven, yeah, he's just going he, that's to. Why, that's why he went three in the draft and not one. But right. he's got back and foot. Anyway, right. yeah, man. that's how I feel about the Sixers. The real season starts on Christmas. They'll probably be a top four seed and lose in the second round, which they do every year. Um, and you're still dating the Eagles? You're I, dating. You're not marrying them. So... It's the same thing. I think you really hit the nail on the head with Ovechkin because even though football is the ultimate team sport, I feel the same way about Hertz because you asked how tight my butthole was earlier. Every single snap that we're on defense, I'm panicking. We, we statistically are ranked high. I have no idea how. We never blitz. We never... I mean, we get like a couple picks and led the league in turnover differential, but it's not like we're taking it away. It's just we're not giving it away. Um, I don't know. I just, even though they're good, I feel extremely uncomfortable. The run defense is horrible. Every team has a third and three instead of a third and seven against us. And we just can't do anything about it. I'm glad they keep winning. I I do not think... They're the strongest nine and one team I've ever seen. So it's still a week by week thing. And we'll see when we get to the playoffs. Good news is they're going to make the playoffs. So that, that is fun. I enjoy that. Um, but after that performance last year against the Bucks, like who knows when we get in the playoffs. So we'll see. Uh, I don't follow hockey until later in the season. Really. If ever the flyers usually suck. Um, so I'm not going to pretend to know about that. I do really like the Phillies and then making the World Series was cool. But yeah, I mean I'm a huge Sixers and Eagles and right now it's just yeah, game you're a to football game. And basketball guy. Yeah. Right now it's just game to game, week yeah. to week. So uh hopefully MB gets back soon. That was my most serious segment on this pod. And with that, I think we can wrap this one up. Um Way to go, Jack. I think this one was a lot better than what we produced a week ago. Uh, but this is a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. I love you. Let's, let's wrap it up. I love you too. <laughs>
So glad you asked me to do this a few few weeks ago. See you next week. See you next week on the Jack and Tuck pod. Thanks for listening. Peace.